millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the What Culture Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Tilford, joined by Ben Roy Turner. Hi. Hi, I'm Josh Brown. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, folks. Now, I thought, obviously, before we do every podcast, we sit down, we try and think of whatever's going on in the industry, and we try and make that whatever the talking point is of a given week. Now, there's not that much out. There hasn't been for a long time now, to the point where we most of us have forgotten what new games and stories even feel like, but there is stuff to break down in regards to the consoles um, and the hell of a week that Xbox has just had. So, um, as someone who's privileged enough to have both systems, I know that, uh, Josh, you've got a PS5, you're on the cusp of potentially getting a series system. Benroy, you've also got both um, with the PS5. PS5, the Series yes. S. Um, I thought that all three of us should just sort of talk about the state of what feels like, at least to me, um, Microsoft slash Xbox playing this master plan that they've sort of had an entire previous generation to plan out and um, playing every card expertly. It just feels like they know exactly what they're doing. They Everything's going towards Game Pass. They have this massive plan, recruiting Bethesda, putting all these titles on Game Pass. Even Outriders is now coming out on Game Pass day one. Whereas conversely, on the PlayStation side, it really doesn't feel like they know what they're doing. So many games are now cross-gen. There's so much stuff being delayed. They won't talk about God of War 2. There's other things as well um, in regards to you know the wave of 4k 60 upgrades and how well xbox handles that versus the playstation side of things on the architecture side and i just want to talk about all of it so i guess you guys can pick wherever you want to start from but as a statement do you think that xbox is doing it's, it's a master plan they're unveiling right now yeah and i've got serious formal at this point guys like i didn't for the longest time <laughs> but now um it took me months because you know I've, I've been sitting in these in these podcasts and on news and stuff i've been like look i'll i'll get a series x when the games are there you know but right. over the past week or so pretty much ever since the bethesda acquisition properly went through i've just found myself with cravens and i've been looking at pre-order websites highway just they're gonna get back in stock because you know i've decided that if we're in this kind of like gulf between new releases, mm. I want to be able to play old games the best way possible, but also I want to be able to play games like Outriders without having to risk spending seventy pounds or whatever on them. Like I would love without spending to be able some fifties without without Every dropping time. some fifties on them, Ben Roy. Like multiple <laughs> multiple fifties, like games like Outriders or Godfall, which aren't usually my cup of tea, but I'm quite interested in. I think are perfect for Game Pass and why that kind of like exists for people like me to be able to dip into these titles that I wouldn't get day one otherwise. It's not like they're losing a sale because I wouldn't buy it. If anything, I'm losing out on the opportunity to play it because I won't be able to get it. That's how they the want service. you to think. It is, isn't it? But like, it's really worked. <laughs> what can I say? It's really worked. And at this point, I just I want to get a Series X in. I just want to have it and because I feel like what Microsoft is doing, what Phil Spencer's done over the past year or so, is just build such a strong foundation that going forward, I'm looking forward to all of the things they have in motion and all of the plans that they've already announced. Like, give me 
you know, the Bethesda games that I've just dropped in the crispest, um, you know, versions possible. I want to play them. I want to be able to jump back into Oblivion, even though it sounds bad that I'm going to buy an Xbox Series X to play Elder Scrolls Oblivion. But that's where I'm at. <laughs> hey, I got a, I got a One X to play SSX3 in 60 FPS 4K, and it was lovely. So, Ben, I don't know if you feel the same. Yeah, I mean, I've uh, one of my friends uh, who just has a series, or well, actually has a series that's in the PS5 now, but it's just, um, just so many things I've seen revisiting or going back to, like when Resident Evil 4 and 7 were on Game Pass for a bit, he's gone through them both. He's now going to play Evil Within and then pray and give pray and have a shot mm-hmm. because, you know, Bethesda's all over that now. And uh, yeah, it's just a really good Gears machine. And I've just now finally, the third. The last little chink in the armor, my third friend uh, in, in our group sort of thing, has bought a Series S and now and now we're going to go through all the Halos again this year. Like, like I haven't <laughs> done every year since Game Pass was a thing. But um, yeah, it's just it's, it's nice to have a good legacy machine. Like I'm, I'm not going to poo-poo on the Sony that much because I still think there's that merit in having either one or the other or both but mm-hmm. you can't deny right and I, I keep saying this you look at like the next the the slate of uh Bethesda games coming out just take three of them go well if I don't buy them here and have a get them here on game pass I'm already making I, that's I've just saved up for a console like if you get the series well, that's, s that's the thing that fascinates me because I think for the longest time it was like well most of the consoles on the hardware side I th- let's just say they're neck and neck like you, yeah. you could get either one they're gonna play third party stuff pretty much as well as each other um some can like for example rocket league runs at 4k 60 on the uh, on the uh, series x could even do 120 frames a second but it can't on the playstation but for the most part those games are neck and neck but the conversation then became exclusives and oh my god sony has this incredible slate of exclusives and that's the reason you want to go with playstation um, out of the two but because game pass is now so insanely strong and they've very much got out there and said look everything from bethesda is going to be on game pass and even things like outriders even if um because that's the thing does an overwhelming wealth of games for a monthly fee trump the idea of single individual premium price tags like that's kind of the crux of it I mean, it, 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 I care about trophies, right? And I, I love the PlayStation. I've had a PlayStation since I was barely could stand up. Like Resident Evil 1 is 25 years old, like next week. Mm-hmm. And I remember playing that on the PS1 at a stupid early age. But the thing is, like, then Xbox, then Phil Spencer takes the nostalgia and if I had a hammer about smashing it, go, oi, about we just there's 20 games on game pass now just, and 20 more games should i say and all these other ones that have been on there like when i played void bastard uh, the other year and there were a few other things that was coming out on there just i was trying for the first time and realizing well yeah this is a great play hellblade i didn't play until it came to game pass uh it wasn't so game pass but it came through, through, through round to gold really quickly the um the game where you, the really good the platformer with the strawberries in it i can't i can celeste. never remember it yeah celeste. celeste i played celeste because they because they were just happy handing strawberry out time deluxe edition happy, happy strawberry time with the mounting of feelings and then like <laughs> all, all the other lucas arts games that you can buy again but they're like ah well just have it have it on gold or have it on game pass because you know the back combat thing works so you're just like whatever and they just keep rolling more and more things into it when you're like i forgot that existed and they're bringing like um full spectrum warrior was like thrown what's a there. game my friend i mean just like <laughs> who was the last time anyone thought but like i'm not crapping on full spectrum warrior this but guy. when was the last time anyone was like you know i really want to really want to play full spectrum i just bought it i just re-bought the original xbox version because <laughs> uh, i read that it was on backwards compatibility um and i loved it i think 
it's it's obviously the the go-to thing which has been for the longest time is the the sheer value for money side of it like you're paying a monthly fee you're getting a big library of titles but something that todd howard started to speak on um on the uh the recent um live stream that him and the bethesda and microsoft or xbox did um was that having access to the xbox ecosystem and being backed by them financially um eases the burden of or like you know lets them polish their games more lets them take more time lets them get things out the door um in a way that he sort of todd howard just uh, acknowledged that fallout 76 was pretty much on fire and just said that going forward you know we'll never do that again we'll get better i'm obviously i'm paraphrasing but it was like going forward yeah. because we are representing the xbox brand we're gonna get this stuff right um that's a whole other thing like you know that idea of like you think of the eighth generation um and if we're running down things that exemplified the eighth generation then bugs and glitches and broken day one games is going to be one of them um especially compared to previous generations and i kind of wonder how much monthly rolls out month monthly rollouts of titles where you know exactly what month you're going to be landing in um, you have all this, you have this ecosystem back in Europe, you have guaranteed revenue because you're part of Game Pass. Does that, is that actually the solution to a lot of the other problems that we have on a development sense? I, I think I mean, it's, I was just going to quickly say about Sony First Party, like that's like, you compare like A Last of Us 2 to Cyberpunk last year, like yeah. how Cyberpunk literally melted through the floor, but The Last of Us 2, <laughs> I never encountered a single glitch ever. And like you pay no. all these older ones, like the God, God of War and stuff like that, like because that's that Sony security there, and now Bethesda could be wrapped up in a Microsoft security, where it's like it's, it's the difference between like working full time or going freelance. You're like you're like scrabbling and doing your bills and get checked check by checking. Like you know, <laughs> I'd have some ramen noodles today because I can't afford a you know a shepherd's pie or something. It's just it, the security blanket is gonna be. It's gonna be nice to see like the next Fallout game and. Like Phil, big Phil ain't gonna let that come out broken. Like it's gonna, we're gonna have the next, the next sort of big games are mm. gonna have to, like. Well, that's what they did with Halo. Like they had to step in and be like, we can't let this go on Game Pass. We can't let this be the thing. Yeah, that people they're gonna say. have to fix it. And now, like, I just really want to know what Josh Brown was gonna say before I just trampled <laughs> over him. I I can't even remember. I've just been lost because he said Shepherd's Pie, and I was like, that of course, oh. of course, Ben Roy said Shepherd's Pie. Never thought about a Shepherd's Pie in years. And um, I do agree, like the Microsoft security thing, like the first party security thing is hopefully going to be a big help because Bethesda games, like you were just saying there, you know, for like the past 10 years, if not longer, have just been like a trash fire when it comes to mm. releases. Like you look back even on a title like Skyrim, which everyone loves, sold really well, is a great game. Like that thing barely played on PlayStation 3s. No. Like that was oh, broken fixed. as all hell at mm. launch. Sorry, Bedrock? I don't think it ever got fixed. I don't think they they did fixed either, the save no. bug. There was that whole thing where the right. save kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger until it bricked entire consoles. They fixed that, but I don't think they ever patched the whole thing out. Like that was yeah, just something yeah. that the, the fans eventually did. Totally. It was just like, yeah, that's that's a great point as well. Like when it comes to Bethesda games, so often the fans have had to step in via mods or whatever, like mm. fix things that should have been fixed or improve mm. things that should have been improved. And when I was, you know, reading that interview and Todd was saying, like, look, now we've got the backing of Microsoft, we're gonna have all of these extra resources and we're not gonna make the same mistake that we made with Fallout 76. You're not gonna get a game in that state ever again. I, I wanna believe them. I wanna believe that Phil Spencer's gonna be breathing down their necks, being like, look, mm. we've literally delayed Halo Infinite, which we were putting on every single Xbox Series Xbox, you know, there's a, micro, a, hit, a master chief inside every single console. That's our flagship thing. We delayed it. I love Phil Spencer just not there. messing around. Like He's like, don't test me. I'll do it. Like I killed Scalebound. I, I delayed yeah. Halo. Like, just don't test me. Like, he's got the, the Series X over his shoulder. Like, he's, he's running in <laughs> military style. Like, well, don't push I, that man. You, you kind of hope so. Obviously not in a awful way he's, when he's literally whipping pitch. them. People but, I've just got a picture from glory killing Todd Howard over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> he told me, here I go killing again. I don't want to have to do it again. 
Well, you don't have to do it again. We don't want to get in a position where Bethesda uh, haven't changed since this generation because, mm. you know, I really love Fallout 4, but I can, you know, acknowledge that a lot of people were disappointed by it. It mm. wasn't the big step forward that many expected it to be in terms of the engine and mechanics and systems that we got Fallout 76 and they've kind of been floundering. You know, it's kind of come back. He mentioned that it's one of the most played games on Xbox, which is cool. It's a cool comeback story. But, you know, they need hits from here on out. And hopefully having that support network and having just like a helping hand that they can reach out to. Because mm. like we were talking about in a previous podcast, you know, Bethesda's only been in the publishing game, especially for a little while. So to be able to be, to be able and to suddenly have- And they've been terrible at it. Yeah. And to be able to suddenly have all of these toys at their disposal and all of these extra hands that can hopefully polish their- you know, practices up without taking away the heart of the company. I think mm-hmm. that if they get that balance right, it's going to be good. And like I said, that's why I'm just so excited to jump into the Xbox ecosystem yet again with uh, the, the Series thing, X. It's a side point to this, but I feel like the, the the whole Todd Howard, like I mentioned it before, obviously you followed on from it, like his whole thing of like, oh, you know, now that we've got all these resources, we're not going to do that again. It's like, you're Bethesda. You have Fallout Shelter. You have Fallout Elder Scrolls. You have plenty of money to make sure that you could have enforced quality control practices. Like I get the, he's almost underlying saying like, well, we're part of Xbox now. So we we fundamentally can't do another Fallout 76 because it'll bring a hell of a lot more ire down on us uh, going forward. But that's, that's a weird, perfect PR plan Fallout, like, from for them ironically and um, because now he just gets to go like well you know like that was just something that we did because we're bethesda but like oh a quirky crazy bethesda and now we've been like re- reined in got our suit and tie on we need to do it properly going forward it's like imagine like uh there's the the term saying we'll fix it in post and i like, film tv mm. but imagine it's like we'll fix it after it's on iplayer sort of thing or something like that you know <laughs> we'll after it's on netflix like no that's not that's I mean, it's it's apples and oranges when you talk about, like, say, a film or a show and then, like, a game. But I feel like also Bethesda set the precedence for a while of, like, well, people love our stuff, so what if we just put it out there and then just fix it as we go along? Mm -hmm. And Well, Todd himself was saying, you know, they have, like, a... Yeah, like a healthy relationship with the modern community. And we're going to, like, with Starfield, they were going to stick with the, is it the, not the creation engine? Is it the creation engine that's the newest one? Embryo was before that, I think. Yes, Embryo, I think, sorry. It's, I think um, it is. Whatever it is, whichever the game engine that they've had for the last few games, they were like, oh, we're going to use that again for Starfield and Elder Scrolls 6 because the fact, because the modern community likes it. Um, and it was like, yeah, I guess, but like millions of us would rather not have our characters take off in the middle of a fight and just have mm-hmm. something that actually works. So I think that's a whole thing. Um, Josh, what were your quick thoughts on the idea of like the value for money stuff? Like, do you still view once the exclusives start trickling in, that's obviously going to rebalance things pretty substantially. But like that whole conversation around like is a monthly game pass of stuff worth more than um, exclusives? And like, because I guess, assumedly, if PlayStation did the same thing and just like started putting their titles on PlayStation now, then is, is PlayStation way up again because their exclusives are so much stronger anyway? I think so. Yeah. I mean, you know, when it comes to exclusives, all this you know, conglomerate of different releases on Games Pass. I, I'd always kind of like veer towards exclusives because we've, we've chatted about it before, but when I go on Game Pass, unless there's something specific I want, often I'll jump in and out of things, you know, maybe play mm. something for two hours, play something for an hour over here, but not properly dig my 
teeth into something in the same way I do when I actually buy something full price or even half price or whatever. But at the same time, you know, it's it's undeniably great value. And if Microsoft can going forward, you know, take first party games from Bethesda, take first party games from the coalition or whoever, and if they manage to up the level of quality to the level that Sony currently is coasting on with God of War, Last of Us, you know, Spider-Man, whatever, if they manage to hit that level while also having Game Pass and having them available in Game Pass, mm-hmm. like that's just a it's a total home run. Like Sony, I don't think can compete with that by continuing to release games at seventy dollars because you know people will still buy them. I will, of course, still buy them. But if you're <laughs> like someone looking between the consoles and you, you know, you might not have enough money to spend on both consoles, so to buy loads of games, you're looking at the value proposition. And undeniably, you know, even speaking as like mm-hmm. a Sony fan here, like what Microsoft have to offer on that front is just kind of like so much more because not only are you getting this massive library of games, but then presumably you're getting these excellent titles from Obsidian. You're getting these ex- excellent titles from Bethesda. You might be getting Starfield on Game Pass day mm. one. And if you're someone who only buys a few games a year, or if you're, like I said, looking between the consoles, you see all of the stuff that comes in with that. Mm. And it's to me, it's a no-brainer. It's like, why wouldn't I get that over spending £70 on Godfall on well, PlayStation 5? Why? They just, I mean, with Outriders, like they're so in the seed of like, hey, you don't even know what other stuff we're going to lock down. Like Outriders is out in a few weeks. And then as of uh, like yesterday, you know, like March 15th or whatever, it's going to be on Xbox as part of Game Pass. And that's published by Square Enix, like one of the most money hungry, money first publishers that there are, um, who are still happy taking whatever slice of the pie Game Pass is when spread across X number of titles that are on the service. So I think that side of it is kind of fascinating as well. And um, we should talk about the um, the architecture of the consoles, because for me, I feel like Xbox have planned for this stuff way longer than Sony have in regards to um, like obviously they couldn't have foreseen what was going to happen last year obviously there's we're going through we're still going through all the lockdown pandemic stuff and I feel like but I feel like everything that is built into the Xbox architecture in regards to smart delivery and the um, the, the saves tracking between whether you play it on xCloud or um, you know between different systems everything is always ready for you whenever you're logging into a specific game whereas on the Sony side it's a complete mess and they had to even patch in the whole make sure you push the three buttons to make sure you get the right version of the game and even then it might not pull the right save in you might have to reconnect your PlayStation 4 and re-upload it because maybe you've hit an invisible uh, data capacity and we haven't pulled the right save in um, ben Roy is someone who goes between both systems. How have you found those things? Because I didn't used to notice until I really started juggling multiple games and multiple saves and all that kind of stuff. PlayStation 5's uh, UI is, uh, how can I say, uh, trash. And <laughs> I don't like it. And I don't understand. I don't like it. So, but I don't understand why they changed it so much and why it's not even they half changed it because... Um, you go like a layer or two deep and mm. it's just the PS4 again. But yeah. they've just, it's, it's like what they've done is they've scraped the icing off and put another like coat in on or something like that. And like, that will be fine. Or they've, you know, they've taken some wallpaper off the wall and just put over and just try to like buried trophies, like two menus deep and things like that. Mm. And just uh, the versions making that all awkward. When I had, I kept loading up the Hitman free PS4 version for a while. I was like, no, yeah. man, I don't want to do this right now. And it kept wanting to default back to that. The PlayStation 5 wanted to download the, <laughs> wanted to play the PS4 version. Like, stop it. So I have a bunch of like bloody trophies popped on that for no reason. Like, now. Like, yeah, I had like multiple versions of the same game installed until I viewed them on the storage menu. And I was like, well, the PS4 versions aren't even meant to be here. Like, I'm clearly playing the PlayStation 5 one. I didn't trust the delete it show either because I felt like if I deleted it, then it would have killed the game in some way. So I left it for a bit. But then mm-hmm. on the same side, for a lot of part, Xbox is great. It's great with the versions and stuff, but I don't like that UI. The Windows the, phone thing, yeah. Yeah, it's still 
like that main menu past that i don't even want to look at that i just stick to the side bar <laughs> thing and i try and navigate through that I, i'm now past the point about a year and a bit later of like i'll stop not having to ask my friend like what, which way do i have to go for this but even like when i was capturing footage for resident evil 3 like mm-hmm. i couldn't find it and i, I guess maybe just because i'm not used to it as much but they're put it this way ps4 like i did, i couldn't have found anything wrong with that to be fair then we jumped right. to the ps5 and they just sort of like muddled it up but the, the xbox is technically better on a technical level but still they don't it's still a bit difficulty to get around there sometimes as well so I'm, yeah it's like I'm, it is like it's very microsoft like it's very windows phone it's very like well we gave you eight tiles all on the same screen clearly that's everything you want to do it's very like it's the way that um like a, a technical a coder would approach a yeah. problem as opposed to a ui designer and i, I get that that's always been microsoft's thing and i get that people love that at least um, there are no ads yeah. anymore we're like remember like mm. towards the end of the 316 in the xbox one era like sometimes your first prompt would be an ad and like just what is going on here sort of thing <laughs> so i'm glad that's totally just dead mm-hmm. i will say that i mean i i quite like the ps5 ui I, I get what you mean about them burying the trophies that stuff where you've got a button out and go back into a whole separate holding thing. the button down to you can't <laughs> hold the button down to turn it off and everyone hates this and screw I don't them. Like that. I just press it and go to the end and then no, I get that it's like hold it and go you still do it on the xbox here i can still do it <laughs> they're trying to differentiate with a little spongy button i will say though uh i had a scare the other day on my ps5 on. my uh controller just stopped working i was like well i can't do anything I just this is a whole other thing because i've got i've had a bunch of hardware problems but and i've yeah. had to um i had to go on youtube and i had seven like, a few videos that were like not the right thing to do like shoving pins into it like mm. where you have to uh, hold the button on the PS5, then it goes into the back menu, and then you've got to rebuild the database yep. to get the controllers come back. And like, unlike an Xbox, where you can just take the battery pack out and then rejig it, and then it comes, you can sort of do it like that, like a hard reset. Like the problem with like smartphones, where you can't do that, you've got to do some weird system thing. And when you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Before we go any further, I want to talk to you about today's sponsor, Masterclass. With the amount of time we spend discussing and analyzing video games on this channel, it's always good to understand exactly how these experiences are put together. And fortunately for me, I can do just that with Masterclass. With Masterclass's streaming service, you can learn from the best to become your best, studying and growing with over 200 plus of the world's leading instructors. For me, I've been having a blast using a class on video game design by The Sims creator Will Wright to find out exactly how game mechanics are designed around player psychology as well as learning how important playtesting is to shipping the titles that you and I both love. 
But it hasn't stopped there, as I've also been brushing up on my practical filmmaking skills directly from my favourite movie director, Martin Scorsese, as well as trying to get back in the cooking game with Roy Choi's amazing course on intuitive cooking. Seriously, my kitchen is a mess, but my belly has never been more grateful. For just $10 a month, an annual membership with Masterclass gets you unlimited access to courses on your phone, computer, smart TV, or even via audio-only modes. Even better, every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and 88% of members feel that the service has made a positive impact on their lives. And to put the cherry on top of that cake, right now, What Culture Gaming listeners get an additional 15% off any annual membership at masterclass.com forward slash gaming. That's 15% off at masterclass.com slash gaming. What's that? You want it one more time? Well, that's the URL masterclass.com forward slash gaming. Right, now I'm going to watch Tony Hawk try to teach me how to ollie properly. I'll see you all soon. Like it does say it will take hours, but I think depending how much data you're on there, it, that's how long it will take. But mm. I've, I've not had a scare on the Xbox yet, but I've had like two on the PS5. I'm like, what's There's going something on? about the way that they're built where I just, I feel like the Xbox is more reliable. Like my PlayStation 5, every time I turn it on, it says, please wait, dot, dot, dot. And I have to wait. It's about 20 seconds before it actually starts up and gives me oh, really? the login screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had that for months. Um, and apparently the way you get around that is to completely factory reset it, which I'm just not going to do. And so I will maybe eventually, but there's that. There's uh, the fact that, yeah, I've had the disconnect issues. I've had the console just not responding to the controller. I've had to sort of hold the button down, reconnect it with the USB, get it back on. And I don't know if you guys have tried many physical discs, but whenever I put a disc in, it literally sounds like a lawnmower. It's so loud. And apparently that's a that's a common thing they've got on the Sony website saying, well, you want to take the disc drive panel off and re-loosen one of the screws because it's too tight. That's what's causing something to flap on the internal and you need to free that back up again. And I'm like, none of this is happening on the Xbox side. Like, what the hell were you guys doing? The thing is with that, like, I've not had any of the mad disc noises but every hmm. now and then like the ps5 like say once every couple of days you just go and it's, like, <laughs> you, for it's like you're right you're just coughing saying cup or something like that and then it just goes back to normal <laughs> i'm like don't start doing this stuff yet like, i've just purchased you mm-hmm. and we're not even what six months in and it's it's doing some scary things where the I'm random like, <laughs> fan spin-up thing is that when you're playing a completely different game and it'll still just kick the fans back in on and the menu not- it'll just go <laughs> what's going on dudes man like i had a moment the other day and i don't know whether it was the controller itself or whether it was just the game but i was playing call of duty warzone because that's all i do now and we were like it is. final circle man it was me and my squad final circle we were so close to the end and as soon as we got ambushed by these dudes mm-hmm. i got this awful drift my controller where my controller froze and it just locked my character into moving left. So I just oh, had to stand like drift. while my mates were getting like shot. And my guy was just walking into the gas. And I was like, this is great. This love this. Excellent. And it only fixed when I turned the controller off and turned it back on again. But I was like, why is this happening? What, what's going on? And like, you know, you talk about scares there. Like I've not had like a moment where I've thought like the whole thing was broken, but if I had far too many times where it shut itself down and it's had to rebuild the database, I'm like, what's going on? What's mm. happening with you when I go to bed? Like, cause nothing unless there's a ghost coming in my flat messing around with like the electronics mm-hmm. i don't know why it's so temperamental the lad you... behind you is playing it <laughs> i was gonna say do you, do you get like a feeling of reliability from the console like it feels like something that was worth half a thousand pounds 
Yes. Because well, I don't. I mean, to be like, it, I do and I don't. Like, I did more at launch. Like, I'm bathing in the, you know, the all the haptics and it's got like, Astro Boys built in and it's a premium thing. I, I like, like I said, I like the UI. I like the whole um, trophies being on the little mini card thing, the suggestion. I like the idea that I, it Oh, that, that's stuff. also crap. That, see, that I got me into chasing platinums. I and then you go stuff. and you go into the trophy thing and it's not vertical anymore. It's uh, like, what the <laughs> hell is going on here? I, I don't <laughs> you use can the trophy. Not, you can sit by not earned and then you just bring little cards up they improved the app tenfold and then just yes. put, took a gun to the back of the, the, the ps phone like ah yeah your trophy functions now crap it's so i try not to swear man it's so infuriating <laughs> horrible and i hate the card thing like oh i love that thing out of my life i like the I thing that want... they're not they're not taking advantage of um the whole like built-in help stuff at all because only the first party title is going to afford to spend the dev time doing that but um yeah i like the whole like oh it suggests hey by the way you're only like three out of five kills off this thing so why don't you just do it like i think that's cool like, xbox has how about too, they but... just like figure out what Xbox did and just go there and say like if you're doing individual things like in a PUBG for example mm. kill 50 people with a grenade it since that game came out it's tracked every number but the PlayStation even with a PS5 now and this new card thing which is apparently I'm shooting on you here the greatest thing <laughs> we you know we learned how to take bread and slice it that is what my tattoo says <laughs> but um they can't track numbers like that properly yet or they can in a way but not in a not in this playmobil way where I don't want to look at these big pictures i want to look at just a nice confined list you know what i mean like i'm not some child in like this ball pit anymore just give me a give me some text with the occasional image i'll be fine i think for the most part um the general reception to the card thing has been negative i just i feel like yeah. i didn't care about trophies at all until i got on ps5 and then i was like oh my god like oh yeah i'm super close to getting this next thing i might as well and i've got like five platinum since then so it has totally worked for me but um what was the thing you were gonna say, Josh? Before, I'm just not. I'm not used to the card thing. Like I've not used it once. Really? I like I like that it's that it exists. But every single time I boot up Mortal Kombat, and it's like, do you want to have a versus match? I'm like, nah. Oh, I barely really use that. that. I just mean the trophy suggestion thing gets me trying stuff. Gets it's, oh, you, you right. know, you get a, a bronze trophy awarded for like you know two fatalities with this character. I'm like, well, like, yeah, I'll do that. Like you know that kind of thing. <laughs> I I, oh, I don't know, man. I haven't hunted trophies since I started getting the PlayStation 5. I like the PlayStation 5 UI, but mm. like Roy, I'm just like, why did you tamper with this? And of course, you know, change is fine. You know, they can change whatever they want, but why is it hidden within two layers? Why do I have to go through these weird cards? Why? 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 It was, <laughs> for me, like the PlayStation 4 UI was more or less perfect. You know, it was very slow and occasionally very clunky, but in terms of layout, I always thought it was very accessible. Mm. And for me, all they had to do was transfer that over and make it more integrated with what they have now where you can just get it up at the bottom and you don't have to flick completely out of the game and stuff and like that would have been cool it wouldn't have been like this major difference that they could sell the machine mm. on but for me um it still would have been more than what microsoft did which is essentially just like well we're going to do exactly what we did before we're going to continue down this tile business that i've, I've never liked you know i'm shooting no. on the um, ps5 ui here but like the xbox one literally makes me sad it makes me somber <laughs> what like going on it it makes me not want to play games the thing that's really because another thing to, to bring this back to the whole like xbox playing this masterful hand thing or the idea that they're playing this this hand that they've sort of been you know preparing for the last few years is that i feel like for as bad uh, or as cumbersome or as obtuse as the xbox dashboard can be when you log in they have a big old card on the opening dashboard saying hey this game just got added like all the bethesda stuff got added we saw the conference maybe you saw it on twitter you saw like you know rum uh, rumblings of it you put the xbox on here's the bethesda collection dive in play morrowind and it works like that connective tissue is right there 
And I feel like Sony don't have that. And obviously it's because they don't have as many things to announce because they don't have that ecosystem. They don't have PlayStation now on the level of Game Pass. Um, but because I have all these notifications coming in from the PlayStation app and the Xbox app, I feel like if I'm going to fold something else into, oh man, Xbox have been planning this for so long. Um, I get the ping in the morning, like every other every other day saying, hey, by the way, this thing's been added. Um, tap here to download or whatever. And then I go through and it's on the Xbox or I go through and it's ready to be downloaded. Um, I feel like that ecosystem is so much tighter. Um, and they're letting you know that you are subscribed to this monthly service. Like they got you, fam. There's a ton of stuff that's <laughs> going to be there for you. Um, whereas Sony just don't. Sony's just kind of like ah you know you'll figure it out the smartest thing they did they did uh they've done sorry mm. is uh, they they were losing the traditional model right they were losing the console wars that's the thing yeah. the console wars are over there dead begun the stream streaming wars out because they've <laughs> just literally gone oh well we're just gonna go over here and just sort this thing out and now game pass is shadowing over ps now because like is it guy kai that playstation bought that was now? their streaming tech yeah. which they abandoned and let you download stuff anyway we thought oh sony's gonna do this and it's gonna be great well they abandoned to an extent because they can't work out how to get the playstation free games to be downloaded <laughs> onto your machine mm -hmm. and work to the point where you're even to get a trophy to pop properly you've got to open up a virtual ps3 and get there and let and when i first had to do that after seven years of not touching a PS3 and all my PS4 games had to register to this virtual menu before I could see my Metal Gear 2 trophies. So I was just like, oh my God, is this going to die? And then the <laughs> PlayStation 5 went for a bit and I was like, oh. Because another yeah. thing is, like, in regards to that, like one of the things that, like I said, we talked about, you know, like that, this whole current wave that we're in of, you know, 4K60 upgrades and like migrating your progress across to the next version. And I remember, again, it was Rocket League, it was um, Psyonix saying that because of the way the PlayStation is built, there's still no PlayStation 5 version of Rocket League, whereas there is an Xbox Series version of, of that game because uh, the smart delivery thing allowed that game to migrate across and all the achievements carried across. Whereas now, if you play the PS5 version of Mortal Kombat 11 and you've already got a bunch of trophies, and this happened to me last night, with crash 4 as well all the trophies just re-pop all at once in the corner of the screen because they haven't thought ahead enough and then it almost feels like they're laying down the track grommet style as they go and i feel like you know it, it's functional enough but like on crash on the crash's side if you didn't upload your save to their private cloud server from the playstation 4 version of crash 4 then it's not ready for you on the playstation 5 version so if you've disconnected your ps4 then you're screwed you have to go back maybe you've sold it you have to go back and find you've just lost your save whereas like on the xbox side all that stuff is taken care of i've also got an issue I've heard all day man why yeah. why oh so looking forward to playing crash 4 on ps5 and now well, knowing can. that the thing's not gonna have... oh, oh well see yeah okay so yeah you'd be screwed i mean you might have the cloud save but i'm pretty sure that doesn't work the playstation plus save i think it has to be through their private server which is what loads of third-party devs have had to do even their playstation stuff right like i've got a, this issue bug thing where it just won't leave me alone and i don't know what to do with it and i'm googled mm. and i can't find it where it says i've got so much space right but then it goes ah now nah, you actually that's all a lie and i have to go in and it says about well, gigs and gigs of save data spare but then i i go into my notifications i've got 99 notifications but we couldn't upload this like on the ps4 i'm just like Oh, man. oh, that's if you're on the PlayStation side. That well, this is also indicative of the problem that there are just things that happen that they don't tell you what it is. I mean, it's not like the Xbox UI is that much better. Sometimes it just says something's gone wrong. It's like NW three. So I'm just like, I've had a look. I can't find it. I'll just, I'll just delete this Wolfenstein save from bloody whenever <laughs> it was sort of thing. And you know, just things like that that I, I've never encountered. I didn't do anything to the Xbox right. I just sort of like to the Xbox One. I just like shh as i unplugged it quickly just threw it away and then <laughs> put the xbox series s in and it just all just bounced on there but i will say yeah. like 
there is a flaw with it. So like, was it quick resume? Mm-hmm. Well, I, that, I've had problems with that because I, a lot of games I play on quick resume uh, need to ping a server. And if the game needs to ping a server when it's on quick resume, you might as well just quit because it's yep. going to take longer to re-register and wake up and wonder where it is before even you can even play it properly. So yeah. Well, quick resume was the thing that cost me in total like, I don't know, 20 hours of Immortals Phoenix Rising because I lost three <laughs> separate saves because uh, I was playing off a quick resumed version and then that default re-corrupted the saves previous. It was a whole thing um, three times in a row. But um, I feel like they've got better with quick resume. But the thing that sucks is that there's no, there's nothing built into the UI to bring up a list of everything that is currently quick resumed. Like there's no way to view suspended games. It's just that you might go back to something from last week and it'll pop up and say quick resume. And it's it worked. Like, I guess that was waiting for me. With the medium, it worked wonders, right? But with Gears yeah. 5, we're just like, uh, just, I might as well get a screwdriver and get that bit of the hard drive out and just start again because it just takes, in this world of where I like, we, we all expect things immediately, it takes too long. Well, if that's what they're advertising, I think they should deliver on it. Like, I obviously yeah. get the whole, you know, retrospective, we've come so far with gaming, oh my God, look at us, uh, being annoyed about these features. But at the same time, they advertise them and their lot of money and everything else. So like, you know, you need people to deliver on them. Josh, what's your thoughts on, I guess you, you might not have juggled as many back and forward saves between different things. Yeah, I'd say I don't have like the same uh, kind of, I don't know. A Crash 4 thing that you said. like Yeah, did you have the Mortal yeah. Kombat problem going between different versions or did you get the PS5 one? I just, well, see, when I booted that up, my cloud save carried along, but I'd mm. only like, I'd only just started that, so it was like negligible. And I restarted the story anyway, you know what I mean? But mm. um, when it comes to like, you know, moving different versions between the consoles and stuff, like there's a lot of worry that I have when I'm going to go back to older titles and I don't know if my save's on the cloud, I don't know if I'll have to boot up the old PlayStation 4 Pro to get it mm. over and stuff like that. For me, when it comes to like what the PlayStation 5 is capable of, I'm like, you mentioned earlier, like, do I regret or do you think it's worth half a granny the on premium it? price tag, yeah. And I do think it is for, like, the technology involved, but there is a lot of questions to be raised about whether or not the machine was ready. You know, we're talking about these mm. small issues, which, you know, might have been shippable. They might have been totally fine to ship with, like, with the knowledge that you might have to take a screw out. You might have to, like, make I'm a few alterations. I'm getting ready to do that tonight. I've got, I've got the Philips <laughs> screwdriver in the kitchen ready to attack my PS5 with it. I think the biggest issue is kind of like some of the features that they promised. I think me and you talked about this maybe even earlier, Scott, before we started recording, but like Mm. they announced the 3D audio and you can get it in headphones, but you can't get it on a system level, which was hyped up in the very first Mark Cerny interview. And it's like, I know you did the same thing with the suspend play on the PlayStation 4, Mm. but just because you've done it before doesn't necessarily excuse you. And I did excuse them like a few months ago when they initially announced they were going to delay it. But now I'm like... It was it just not ready? Like, could you, did you just rush this out? Because there are still features you're working on. There are still things you're tweaking. And obviously mm-hmm. machines now in the current age, they're always in flux. They're always evolving. The PlayStation 4 that we started with wasn't the same as the PlayStation 4 that we ended with. You know what I mean? A lot, a lot of features were added. A lot of things were changed. And the same thing is going to be happening with the PlayStation 5. But again, in terms of, you know, why do I want the Xbox Series X? And it's because I don't feel like there's anything on the horizon for PlayStation outside of horizon which is coming at some point but even that doesn't have a date and i'm like yeah, that's I like ratchet, to fill... return yeah, ratchet of course yeah ratchet mm-hmm. is probably the, the big one i'm quite looking forward to Returnal, but ratchet seems like the biggie mm-hmm. but like i'm i'm finding myself drawn to the xbox because i'm like well at least that has stuff for me to do well, right that now was, that was one of the things i was going to say and we're, we're kind of we can kind of like finish on this point but i was going to say like the whole 
access to third party stuff, the backwards compatibility thing, the idea of like, say you open up a storefront and you want to buy an old game, you want to revisit something. You are better off doing that on Xbox because of all the auto inbuilt up-res stuff. Like they've started rolling out FPS boost to the Bethesda titles as of the you know recent additions to the storefront. But there are other games that have FPS boost. Everything gets an HDR boost. Like everything gets a basic frame rate boost anyway. And so when you compare that to the PlayStation side where you're paying the same amount of money for what is the basic version of that game, there's no reason to not go to Xbox for that stuff. Like they've done the they've done the homework, they've got the architecture. And like I said, it's part of this like master plan kind of thing. And I feel like it's kind of, it's it's weirdly been aided by the fact that right now all the exclusives aren't ready because we have to just compare how both systems approach third-party libraries. But the way PlayStation does it is just to play that game the way that it always was. Whereas maybe it, maybe it loads a bit faster um, if it happens to be coded in a way that takes advantage of an SSD. But on the Xbox side, it'll actively improve that game. And that's something that is a night and day difference for the vast it's... majority of titles. There's like a there's like an improvement to PUBG where like it runs great now, but that's probably exactly the same on the Xbox. But mm. I've not really played much where you can go to and from and check it out, sort of thing. Like I, I did I did notice the difference between the I mean there was a specially made Hitman for PS5 versus for PS4. There was like a mate like, you you don't see nothing when you first play, but you go back and forth and actually there is something wrong here. And that also killed me because their server side thing then ruined my progress. But um <laughs> yeah. like even there's a caveat of every PlayStation right now. We're like Returnal looks great, but I don't know if it's it's not going to be know, the game, is it? Like, I don't know if it's the, it's not the seventy pound thing I'm spending seventy pounds on. And then like mm. like Ratchet and Clank is you either you you want that or you don't, and that's a game I'm going to wait for. I I'm not jumping in with that straight away. Uh, I I mean I'll be there like in spirit, I guess. And then <laughs> Horizon. Uh, even though every Xbox game is going to be on the series, uh, I can't remember his name anymore. Don Matrick, uh, yes. like if the fact that her new Horizons is going to be on PS4 was like, hmm, hmm. and then like, what, what, just, just tell us, just say now. No, even though every website is going to go, Rah! just say there's no God of War coming out this year because <laughs> yeah. no God of War is coming out this year. So just stop it and tell us. And also. For the, I've said PlayStation Now is great before, but I think if you live with someone else, I mean, if someone else watches a YouTube video on the same connection, sometimes the, the PS Now will just go, guys, yeah. I'm, I'm, I need to stop. And, and, and you get the <laughs> warning. And if you're in a game, if you're in an older game, which isn't designed to save straight away, You've got you, you've got a ticking time bomb before that thing just goes, I've got, <laughs> I've got off myself, sorry. So yeah, <laughs> there's all these sort of things right now with PlayStation, whereas like on Xbox side, You've just got oh, here's twenty more games, and by the way, uh, you can you can play everything from Bethesda where Game Pass is available. And yeah. you're like, oh well, he's basically just said the thing, but he won't say it. He's just going to use legalese until we get the announcement. Well, yeah, that'll be a whole thing going forward as well, like doubling down on getting massive uh, buys yeah. like that and securing more uh, titles for the future. But yeah, I just, I don't know, having gone between both systems for what is like over a hundred days now, like it's a good few months. Um, they're, they're not night and day, but I just, I think it's because I have, like I said, all those hardware problems on the PlayStation side, all the infrastructural problems, the UI problems, and the fact that everything just runs better on the Series X to the point where I'm playing Rocket League on both systems and one of them is 64K 120 and the other one is the, is the PS4 version still. Like, I guess the visuals are upgraded but 
yeah, things like that that I think stand out. And I feel like it's taken a while to see the plan that Microsoft have had. Um, but now it feels like they're playing a bunch of hands, you know, pretty confidently. And it's it's like standing out. Um, and it's weird because it puts the onus specifically on the on the exclusives because Sony cannot keep up with the third party stuff unless they suddenly bulk out PlayStation now, um, which they're not going to be able to do soon enough. Um, to contend on, you know, until at least a, a good few more months in the future. So I just, I don't know, I think it's, we're in an insane time where weedy they're able to take advantage of just how flat everything is right now. Well, Sony did not, out. like, I feel like Microsoft are throwing things up there when it's relevant, but like Sony, they they sneakily took play, uh, Spider-Man on PS Now, like the month before Spider-Man Miles Morales came out, just right. wow, but you want to buy it again on PS5, don't you? Like, So they're doing things like, things like that I've noticed where, but like Xbox is because they have to be because they're on the second foot, even though mm. they're part of Microsoft, one of the biggest corporations of all time. So they they're being like the happy we love you now, and Sony is still <laughs> they Sony haven't done the whole they fall into the trap like they did with PS3, but they sort of like half they they're on the toe, they're oh, and they fell <laughs> over and they're trying to recreate themselves, but mm. just wherever they can quick enough and whether Microsoft isn't like they they've not Microsoft aren't climbing the hill. They're just going all the way around, and then there's going to be no way out for for PlayStation. They're going to be surrounded, and then from within, just be engulfed, I guess. Because it's <laughs> it's strange, like going like, well, like you said, like they could they can't compete on the exclusive front, or at least they could have done if they planned this years ago. But then when the Xbox Series systems came out, they didn't arrive with eight brilliant exclusives. Rise, it's, it's... Son of Rome, two. Exactly, yeah. There's nothing <laughs> like that. Um, or Sunset Overdriver or an Overdrive 2. There's been nothing like that. So it's kind of like, you know, weirdly, this entire thing has has worked in their favor where they can rely on the architecture and the hardware and the game pass and the ecosystem and all that kind of thing. Stuff that Sony do not have. But on the same side for Sony, they don't have the exclusives to say, hey, look at us. You need to stick with PlayStation because we have all this stuff. And I just think it puts them in such a, an interesting position. Um, but yeah, let us know what you think down in the comments below. If you've been able to get both systems, let us know what you think um, comparing the two um, or what your general thoughts are on the, the current next gen as it rolls out um this has been the world culture gaming podcast i've been your host scott hilford joined by ben roy turner goodbye and josh brown bye bye and if you're listening on the audio side please stick around until after the lovely tunes for a word from our sponsor till then bye bye Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.